think about it, everything is polluted. The environment, the government, the schools, you name it. We're on Uncensored tonight. Nice, clean little bandwidth. No one else is using it. Price is right. I like the idea that a voice can just go somewhere uninvited, like a dirty thought in a nice, clean mind. Guess who? It's me again. It's a little attitude for all of you in white bread land. It's five o'clock. Do you care what the mainstream media says? You out there? You listening? What is going on, fam? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. It is the kickoff of Foxhole Friday with a special guest, Due Diligence. Floyd is in the house. Stand by for that. You're looking live at the foxhole.app. That's right, the foxhole.app. Do me a favor. Grab the link. Post it in your social media. Say, hey, check these guys out. Check out the foxhole.app. Help support what we're doing over here. Uh, trying to get free speech, uh, you know, f- freedom of speech. Uh, in a, in America, we're trying to support it. Amazing concept. It's just an amazing time to be alive. And without all of you out there, we wouldn't be able to do it. Do us a favor. Help support free speech platforms like Tiger Network, like the Foxhole.app, like CloudHub, and others who are who are really up, really standing by our sides trying to support free speech. God bless them. If you want to support the Foxhole.app or others, make sure you click the support links on each of the links that you can find here at Brothers Uncensored, uncensoredabe.com. You can find the latest podcast where you can find all those links is by searching Brothers Uncensored in any podcast platform, and you will find us. Trust me, latest shows, yesterday's show was a really fun show. Jim Watkins on uh, Wednesday was also a really fun show. If you missed those interviews, you can find those uh, here or uh, the my backup stream is always uh, CloudHub and Tiger Network as well as the Foxhole.app. You can find all of those uh, in the in the comments there. The last chance to sign up for free a free gift from me and from our team to you uh, is going to be f- uh, this Sunday. If you want a free gift from me to you, do me a favor. Give me your address. I'll keep it. Uh, uh, I'll keep it uh, confidential. I'm not going to share it with anybody, uh, and it will be kept between two of us only. Um, if you're not comfortable with that, we will have a spot sale soon where we get you an at cost shirt or merchandise for a thank you from us to you. Appreciate you guys very much. Foxhole, Twitch, YouTube hates us, screw them. D Live, Cloud Hub, Tiger Network is where you can find us. The latest links of the shirts of the show of the comment of the topics that we talked about. Uh, spit it out, Al. Uh, you can find those here in the blog. So check those out if you want to find a link that uh, you couldn't grab there in chat. You can find those here. Some really some really important information there for you guys to help disseminate. Far and wide. What happened? Oh, there we go. Uh, so check that out when you guys get time. Check out the website, uh, Brothers Uncensored, uncensoredaid.com. If you want to help support us, PayPal, Patreon, P.O. Box is how you can do that. And you can do that by uh, joining the Patreon specifically. You can get access to our private Discord, at which time you can get access to what we're cooking or what we're talking about or help us research and just hang out with us as well as uh, post interesting information that you see happening during the day. With that, I want to welcome my bro Joe and Floyd into the house. Joe, how are you today, man? Oh, fantastic. Happy Friday, everyone. Glad to be here with you today. I see everybody out there in Foxhole, Sly Park, 2020. Good to see you. KH Farmer, 
Texas girl, 71, my sister, much love. Good to see you out there. Canadian Patriot, 17. Good to see you out there. Also, brother, Amy, Joe, God loves you. Good to see you. Big fucking hammer. Good afternoon, gang. Good to see you too, brother. One Eagle, five. Good to see you out there. Palladius, Kim Watson, all kinds of great Patriots. I am super excited today to have what I consider a friend, a Patriot, and someone who uh, I enjoy watching uh, very often. Before I bring him in, let me just play a little something for him. Before I bring him in, hang on a second. Where'd it go? Ah, there we go. friend due diligence floyd what's up brother glad to have you here today oh you gotta un- there you go there to help if i unmute myself yeah it's great to be here how are you guys doing today fantastic man it's one of my favorite songs from tool and that was kind of an ode to you my man i love the shows when you do the music so that was for you oh brother. thanks i appreciate it and it was uh <laughs> i'm surprised that one that was absolutely epic i love it Man, um, I love I love Maynard. He is b- by far my all-time favorite greatest artist and person in music ever. I freaking love him. I I wish I could get a chance to talk to him. I know I, he never gives serious interviews though, so that would be a disaster. <laughs> yeah, I've I've never heard of him doing a serious interview either, but uh it is crazy cuz I remember seeing Tool twice in concert live in Hawaii when I was stationed out there. Dang, Both shows I know, right? Mm-hmm. Both shows uh, it was really kind of hilarious. Even the cops got high. <laughs> I mean, dude, you want to talk about crazy? That was just the craziest thing. They were asking us. They stopped me and my buddy out there, saying, "Hey, man, you got any munchies?" I'm like, no. But we saw some guys over there in the mosh pit that had a whole mess of hot dogs and donuts. I was like, "All right, we're going, man. See you over there." <laughs> Have fun. Went in Hawaii, smoked the peyote. What are you supposed to do? exactly then again actually the first concert that i saw with them um literally speaking was in uh the uh university of hawaii amphitheater open air so i mean it was obviously the marijuana was being smoked like crazy so there was a complete haze over the entire area um literally on the very first song and it was 46 and 2 that he played it was it they got three notes into the song and then they just stopped I was like, 
everybody's sitting there standing there scratching your heads kind of going dude we were just jamming out what, what, what are you doing he goes we know you guys love your bands but we haven't seen a single pair of underwear or anything fly up on stage boom as soon as he said it stuff went flying bras <laughs> panties tidy whities boxers socks whatever and water bottles somebody somebody even threw up one of the sharpie pens and then came a prosthetic leg wow landed man. right next to him he picked that thing up grabbed one of the sharpies signed it and threw it back and we're just like dude epic wow and then after that the concert started and we rolled on that concert for about a good three hours talk about an amazing adventure on that oh one. man there's nothing like a, a tool show man ali b saying uh mainers is, a, is a responsible for a portion of her hearing loss you and me both i saw him twice and i saw perfect circle once uh the first time i saw him was in chicago at uh i think it was the congress theater like a small smaller venue it was just freaking amazing and then the second time i saw him was at the rave ballroom in milwaukee I was at uh, second row balcony, and they they sat us there. We, I didn't even have seats there. They're like, "Oh, come right this way, sir." I'm like, what the hell? Um, and I, I by halfway through the show, I had nailed so many of his uh, songs that the girl in front of me went, just, "Can you can you not stop singing? Can you just keep singing for me?" <laughs> oh, geez, nice. Oh man, it was just one of the most epic shows. But I tell you what, that Perfect Circle show in uh, Grand Rapids was probably the number one show I've ever seen. Oh, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. Joe, you ever get a chance to see him? No, that's, I mean, I probably have been to over a hundred shows, if not more. I've been to a ton of concerts, man. And, you know, like every OzFest and um, Lollapalooza. And so I've seen just about every band that there's imagined. That's one I have not. And I'm definitely kicking myself because like you said, man, it's one of my favorite bands of all time. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, Kimberly, if you have a problem with uh, Foxhole and then the chat button not showing up, uh, delete Foxhole. Go to the foxhole.app via your browser and then look at the uh, install Foxhole app and reinstall it because the original uh, Apple uh, uh, app doesn't support Foxhole anymore. So you got to get rid of that and put the new one in if you want to join everyone over on Foxhole. Appreciate you, Kimberly, very much. God bless you. Uh, Floyd, do me a favor, bro. I mean, I've kind of listened to some of your shows, bro. I just, I do not get a chance to really intently listen like I used to. I used to just like I, literally about 20 hours a day I was watching something and it just became, uh, you know, a uh, mind overblown, uh, can't focus anymore. And, and I just had to focus on, on my show, man. And so I, that's really what I do now. I do most of my time, uh, digging, researching, reading, you know, stuff like that. So I don't know really a whole lot about you. We, you had us on, I think it was last week, right? Yeah. And we did, uh, we did a pretty fun show, and I really appreciate that, man. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. And, and uh, so if you guys missed that, go check out Floyd's channel. Links are dropped there in the chat, and they will be uh, attached to all of the, the podcasts and stuff. And on the website, I'll put that up there later so you can find them. But tell me a little bit about you, bro. I, th- I think you said that you joined uh, the Marine Corps right out of high school. Is that correct? No, actually, I joined the Marine Corps at 23 years of age. 23, that's uh, right. Yeah, on 22 September of 1997. Went through Marine Corps boot camp. Got to, let's see, graduated 19 December of 97. So that was a lot of fun. But uh, I was also one of the very first platoons to go through the Crucible. So you imagine all that crap. 
Yeah, um, I, I had the pleasure that, of missing that. I was ninety three to ninety eight, and they, they, that was. The, I remember saying the new recruits coming in from uh, into the fleet fleet marine force, and they were like, "Man, yep. they, you guys remember the crucible?" I'm like, oh hell no, we didn't have to do that shit. I got I had my motherfucker. I didn't have to do. I didn't have to do that well, shit. We still had to do deal with Mount Motherfucker and try doing that on two blown out knees. Oh, and yeah. I had the night before. Yeah, the night before the uh, the doc was telling me it's just like if you can't make it up Mount Motherfucker in the morning, you're getting your ass washed back. Like, uh, no, I'm not. My younger brother is sitting there waiting for me at home. I'm not getting washed back. So I started out at the back of the platoon on the march up and then made it ahead of everybody else in that platoon. I was just like, holy crap, how'd that happen? Man, I just slow steadied it. I, I my my left knee was trashed too. I could barely walk on it. I didn't care. I just there was no way I was stopping. I, I think I made it like midway through the pack. I was pretty happy with that. I mean, you know, there was there there was no shortage of stragglers that that didn't make it mm-hmm. up up that mountain. And I think probably. I think maybe a half of us were in that uh, front pack, um, you know, and that's uh, so I was proud of that, man. I'll never forget my motherfucker, though. Anyone who was who's been to Pendleton uh, will never forget that place, man. Oh, no kidding. No, the worst part for those of you who don't know, it's uh, what is it? 16 mile total hike and the, and uh, the mountains like uh, right towards the middle end of it. I think I'm pretty sure that's right. It's been a while, uh, but it's uh, probably uh, I don't know what would you say probably a thirty percent grade the whole way up. Yeah, at least a thirty percent grade. No matter what though, it's it was once you get to the top though, and you look down at towards the beach and everything else like that, you're like, what? How? What? Where the hell did this come from? And it turns out you're always in the valleys of this mountain, or this one particular mountain, so you have no idea what the elevation really is. Yeah. Then they take us in the, to the to the beach and run in combat boots in the water. <laughs> oh, that was always fun. My feet got tore up for that one. Yeah, that's that's a good but, way uh, to turn. They stopped doing that because they had so many people tearing their knees up. Oh yeah, and then after that, um, but the coolest part about the the final climb on Mount Motherfucker, Commandant Krulak showed up and handed us all or Eagle Globe and Anchors. Wow. And then it was uh, Command Sergeant Major, you know, Sergeant Major of the Marine Corps, Sergeant Major Lee was there at the graduation. And I was the, was it the company guide on bearer when I graduated? So I didn't get the, you know, the full class, um, the full Marine Corps dress blues, but it was pretty, pretty badass. And there's very few pictures of that left. And I think my brother still has the, the file I gave my mom, but she has the the old VHS tape because that should tell you how long it's been. The old VHS tape because they taped it and they gave all of us guide on bearers a copy of it for free, even though we had to pay for our own dress blues. I was like, all right, cool. Right. So that's somewhere. And now I just got to find a damn VCR so I can watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I can't that find was... one of those damn things anywhere. Right. That was one thing I didn't do while I was in enough was really just take enough pictures or videos or stuff like that. I really didn't uh, do, do a whole lot of that. I wish I would have. What was uh, what was your MOS when you first joined? Oh, 7051 crash fire rescue. So um, airport firefighter. We can still do structure and everything else like that. Um, it was pretty interesting. Uh, a lot of fun, real hard work. But well, let me put it this way. It was hard work when we were actually doing our job. The training, that was easy. Going down to uh, San Angelo Air Force Base and it was in Texas, the armpit of America. Well, at least that particular part. Uh, we did firefighting school for about three months. 
had a, I've had a blast with that. Had to do a live burns and everything else like that. So ended up getting steam burned on my back because one dumbass decided to drop the hose when he saw that my head was quote unquote missing as per his explanation when the Damn. fire wrapped around it. Permanent scars was, or? No, no scars at all. I don't know why. I don't know how, but I have no scars from it. Damn. Um, how long did you do uh, crash fire rescue for? Uh, pretty much most of my military career, whether it was in the Marine Corps or in the army, I was always on an airfield or doing structure fires or something else like that. And even on that tour in Iraq, we were still doing firefighting, but we also did a whole mess of other things like, um, convoy escorts. Got stuck doing that shit, huh? Actually, I didn't mind it. There was a (laughs) lot of crazy... There was really a lot of crazy shit that happened on some of those. Uh, did you ever have to? Um, did you ever have to uh, put out a a lot an actual crash? Yeah, we did. Really? We um, it was a um, and me and Greg on beers and bros. We talked about that one once. Uh, it was a was it was an MH sixty. Either way, it was an H sixty uh, Blackhawk got shot down, and I didn't go into much detail on that one that particular day, but it was shot down by some of the insurgents with something that they never should have had. So it was a dual purpose type of uh, shoulder fired rocket. Stingers? We found it. No, it wasn't a stinger. It was Russian made, hmm. but they hit that black Hawk. We, we couldn't recover the bodies because they were just so mangled. Well, we recovered as much as we could of them. But um, I, now that, now I think about that. That was the first time in my life we ever got to hear an A-10 Thunderbolt in person in a combat zone. That damn thing was sitting there circling us. I look up and I'm like, oh, thank you, God, for that thing being here. Like an angel. Had a pet, yeah, uh, because there were still insurgents in the area. So we got, well, we were out there and we got we got there before the entire uh, protection force that was there for us got there. So we were out there by ourselves, just M16s and me carrying my M16 203 combo. You know, if anything would have gone wrong, we would have been foobarred because we had... Our protection force was like five tanks, five Bradleys, maybe two or three platoon worth of foot soldiers, at least three or four Apaches, and then that A-10 was flying overhead. So that should tell you they did not take, you know, the military did not take uh, our protection lightly. They yeah. made sure that we were covered all the way around, but because our dumbasses as firefighters were so excited to go fight a fire in a combat zone. You know, we get there faster than anybody else. Yeah, full QRF force to to make sure that they leave nobody behind. That's a pretty standard operating procedure. Uh, mm-hmm. So you were, how long were you active? I was active, funnily enough, 17 years. <laughs> Coincidence? Mm, could be. I found I Q. Did somebody called Will Summer. <laughs> Dude, uh, yeah. don't even say that because the next thing you know, Floyd's going to turn his hat around <laughs> and then he's going to turn into Q. <laughs> there you <laughs> <laughs> I told you. <laughs> maybe, maybe the Media Matters meatheads will write an article for you, get, get you some attention over to your channel. I got you, bro. <laughs> I'm I'm good straight out. No, I'm not, I'm not Q. I just... Uh... <laughs> Oh, wait, hold on. We got Canadian Patriot. What is this? Fubar, effed up beyond all repair or recognition. Yes, that is correct. But that uh, with that Blackhawk, it was 
we went straight from Snafu to Fubar, and we missed Tarfu altogether. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you know what that means, Abe. So, <laughs> uh, what the fuck am I doing here? Something like that. <laughs> nah, nah, Snafu is a uh, situation normal, all fucked up. Uh, Tarfu is things are really fucked up, and then Fubar is well. There you go. <laughs> Oh, oh man, the good old Some days. The, so you miss it as oh, bad as I do, or what? Huh? Do you miss being yeah, active as much as I do, or what? Yeah, I do. I absolutely miss it, but at least I get to stay in the reserves. But uh, unfortunately for me, with all the uh, actually come to think about it, every last injury I have is all because of federal service, hmm. which is real fun. So both so, both shoulders. Oh, nope, now the elbows, um, knees, ankles and spine they're plus a little bit of hearing loss and all that other stuff it's yeah, all in sound, sounds service. really familiar bro it sounds makes me wonder what they uh what they shot us up with that whole time we were in I, you don't you don't you don't question the, all the shots they give you they just they just keep giving them to you yeah actually that's kind of funny that you mentioned that one because the this damn kung flu vaccine is still not mandatory good it shouldn't yeah. be. I just did a story yesterday about how the army is going after. Oh, I don't know. Here's an idea. Instead of going after the current variants that the freaking idiots in Pfizer did to make sure they can get as much money out of this problem as they can, uh, the army is developing a vaccine that goes after all COVID, the foundation of COVID before the COVID SARS 2 vaccine. Amazing fucking concept. Now, there's one I would actually consider taking. Not me. No, 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 no. I mean, if, if I had if I had to have a choice between a variant vaccine that maybe might work or it won't work uh, for a limited period of time until the new to the new variant comes out, or one that actually addresses what is a real problem in SARS COVID, uh, yeah. I would <laughs> I would pick the uh, the latter. But I'm with you. I mean, I'm not really interested in. Uh, I'd rather just develop an uh, an autoimmunity to it, and that's the way it exactly. should be done by everyone. Now, see, the re- the biggest reason why it's just like, no matter what, even if the Army does develop that one, I'm tired of being a pincushion. Yeah. That freaking sucks, man. You know, yeah. Hey, you got to get this. You got to get this. You got to get this. Oh, every single year, you got to get the flu shot. Well, is it no wonder why we are catching the stupid fucking Kung Flu in the military? Hmm. Mm-hmm. That flu shot. I wonder. Well, it does make me wonder if this was used as a way to get to the military, though. I mean, there's a lot of military disruption after the the uh, what is it? The international military games that was held in Wuhan a couple of month or so before the outbreak in October of of uh, 2019. I think that's right. Um, yeah. And and so it, it does make me wonder if this was a version of a bioweapon targeting the U.S. military, especially after that. Uh, Navy ship got grounded in uh, in Guam, and there was also problems in uh, in South Korea. So there's there's definitely an argument there that can be that can be made. It's uh, I don't know. It's fucked up where we live in. None, none of us are ever going to know the truth. That's the problem. <laughs> That's yeah, that is a problem, and it it would definitely be nice to know the truth. But at the same time, it's just like, do I really want to know now? <laughs> Knowing everything with all the research and everything else like that that we've done, do I really want to know? Yeah, probably not. Uh, probably not. We would we would uh, know the truth about uh, what we did to sacrifice our lives, along with a lot of other people who, whose families sacrificed and the rest. Um, we talked a little bit about that before too, just the the full family sacrifice and and how it affects not just who's serving but the whole family. And there's a lot of people who gave a lot, man, and um, gave their whole lives and and still are. Uh, and you know, people like you that. You know, the dedicated your career to it. I just got the utmost respect for you, bro. How did, how did you get into um, 
uh, gunsmithing? Oh, it's always, I've been, it's funny that you mentioned that. I've been around guns since I was 12, being almost 47 now. Um, I've always been fascinated with them. So doing that, I'm just looking at it kind of going, okay, all right. And then finally found a school that allowed for, you know, uh, Sonoran Desert Institute. If you guys can find that, and if you are a veteran, your uh, your educational benefits will allow you to go to that school. So you get to build, um, and if those who choose to go to the, my link tree and look it up, my gunsmithing creations, you'll see the stuff that I've done. But um, always love firing guns, always love handling them. And, you know, obviously do it safely. You don't freaking, don't ever point that damn barrel at somebody unless you intend on shooting them. That's one of the biggest things I cannot stand with some of these soldiers, whatever else we got nowadays, because these guys, damn. The lack of gun safety and the lack of uh, situational awareness is definitely a little bit scary. Oh, yeah, it is. And, I mean, the biggest thing with it is they have live rounds, and they're pointing that damn barrel at everybody. And it's just like, what the hell are you doing? Pull your head out of your ass for one before I take that damn rifle and beat you upside the head with it. Because I don't need the rounds to do it. But um, back into gunsmithing. Um, the biggest thing is I wanted to start just doing something with my hands instead of sitting around just, you know, fiddle farting around with my fingers. So, you know, I, and I could always see me building something like this. It's just I did not know how. And if, now that I finally got the, the the proper training for it, it's just like, okay. So I started doing that. And then, you got some um, pretty rare. Uh, I'm showing it on the screen right now for everyone watching. You got some pretty rare. What's this first? Uh, the uh, oh, octagonal barrel. What, what is that exactly? It's a. Uh, oh, her name is Mabel. Uh, Mabel. She's my um, 50 cal ball and cap rifle that I. That was one of the school projects because you have to do a couple builds. You have to do quite a few different other things, but you end up with an uh, associate's degree afterwards. So that's what I have right now. But um, Mabel, she's gone, dude. holy shit. I was. Believe it or not, I was the only person that did something totally different with her because everybody else in the class, they did the, uh, they browned out the barrel. Uh, they did some, you know, the standard color you would see for, you know, that period, that time period, like 1800s, uh, flintlock and ball and cap rifle. Hmm. And it's like, I ordered the stuff to get, you know, to, bl- or to brown the barrel out, but it was supposed to be there the night before. And she was literally finished hours. I mean, hours before I had to turn in that project. Do you remember what type, what the name of that, that weapon is? Uh, I'm trying to, try, I'm trying to think of, I'm, I'm guessing late an, 1800s. Yeah. It's an old, it's an old Kentucky rifle. Pretty sweet. But man. She, yeah, she, woo, boy, she ever kicked like a friggin' mule. You've got some beautiful uh, old-style flintlock handguns in here, too. These are flintlock, I believe? Uh, all these right now are ball and cap. Ball there and is caps. one flintlock that I'm going to be doing here very soon for um, a really amazing friend. Uh, but it's not necessarily for this friend. It's for who this friend is with. So I cannot give out too much information on that part. But um, you guys are definitely going to see pictures of that later on. And then, oh yeah, there, there's you go. Uh, you can see me with uh, both Mabel and Isabel. So you see the <laughs> great picture. I name, I name all of them. They all get named. 
That's yeah, it's, awesome. It's beautiful work, dude. Uh, I mean, I you know, I, I've seen, I've looked at customizing my sidearm, and and it's uh, you can put a pretty penny into customizing your your uh, sidearm or any weapon for that matter. And mm-hmm. this is some pretty impressive work, man. So uh, I, I just oh, yeah. I love fact, this shit, man. Fact, uh, bring up the bring up Soul of Pacific, the blue one. This guy well, here. There we go. Yeah, she's uh she's my absolute favorite one. Uh, was done. And if you if you think about it, the revolver that she was with, as well as all the work that I did on the revolver and Soul Pacific, that was a five thousand dollars set. Wow! Now, I sold it to the guy who commissioned me for it because he's a uh, you know disabled vet. He didn't have much money, so I said, okay, you know what? I'll just do this because you can pay me whatever you can. I'll do this for you, and uh, we'll get it sent to you as fast as soon as I can. As soon as I can get it done. So Solo Pacific was created. Uh, first time ever trying to do that type of work with the, the rank. And I have to bend the rank and everything else like that to a certain point to where once you put your hands on the handle, you don't feel it. Hmm. So everything's completely embedded. And um, yeah, well, the funny part is when you look at Solo Pacific in the shade, you see that she's that dark blue. But some sunlight, she kind of brightens up a bit. But then you see the picture of both the uh yeah, that one is Curry. She was in the early stages of staining, and that's the first time I've ever done a, a two a two tone stain job. So oh, okay. that so was a lot of fun. Which yeah. one were you talking about then? The uh, the blue, the, the straight blue, and yeah, Solo Pacific. She's the straight blue one, along with the pistol or the the, the revolver. The revolver is Captain's mask because that set went to a retired Navy captain, and. Literally speaking, when he received it from my buddy Josh, he called me, and I missed the, I missed the call by about thirty seconds. So I called him back immediately, and I was at work doing my day job. And the praise that I got from him was just downright unbelievable. I was like, "Sir, your son asked me to do this for you because he loves you that much." So it's just like, "Holy cow! How? How did you do this? Like, it's just something I love doing." So there you go, and. Um, now, I know I'm looking at my cell phone at the screen and stuff like that. So you're going through all the different pictures and everything else. So I'm a little bit behind on it. But um, yeah, that's all right. They got to see them all. What's yeah. the, what was the name of the school again? Sonoran Desert Institute. Sonoran Desert yeah. Institute. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Also known as SDI for short. Um, you can get with that school and I'm going to talk to them and see if they if they can't help sponsor uh the, at least the hopefully i don't know if they'll do it but maybe the beers and bros show but um it would be nice but uh just to be able to say hey look you know the subject of guns comes up all the time it would be great to just drop your guys's link say hey if you guys are interested in going to this school by all means please do it because i'll tell you what you guys will learn a lot from it and it's it takes two years but that two years just went by so damn fast it was ridiculous Oh yeah, and, especially doing yeah, stuff like that, man. I would, fr- yeah, I would fr- well, love it. Well, that's the funny part. When I create, when I made Mabel, um, my instructor, after I sent in the project and everything else like that, he sent me an email back saying, in all caps, "You're fired." I was like, "What did I do?" He's like, "Dude, that is the best work I have seen on any kind of gun so far." And this guy's been instructing at that school, I think, at that particular point in time for about. 15 years and I'm the only one that did something different. 
I, I don't know. I just, and then I started sending him all the, or emailing him all the pictures of all the rest of the ones that I've been doing. And he's just, yep, you're fired. I hate you. Get out of my face. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but uh, I did, I did give him permission to, you know, share those pictures with every, every single class from there on out. And yeah, they're happy about it. So with, I, it. if I wanted to commission a, I don't know, an a, a M4 style weapon, um, what do you? It all what, depends on what you want done. Yeah, so you can get anywhere from a grand to five grand to to name it. Pretty much, but the weirdest, you know, now that you brought that part up, it's really odd how it works out every single time that these these pieces get their names. It's like I start handling everything, you know, because I got to source everything out, and once everything's together in the in the same spot, I start handling everything, and then it, the name is just right there. It's just like, hi, my name is. Mabel or my name is Lily or you know Itchy or Smithy or freaking Soul Pacific that they're it's by touch alone is I'm getting the the name of these pieces that I'm working on I'm just like okay that's your name we'll make you beautiful don't worry love it love it (laughs) oh yeah so matter of fact um I'm not going to give out the names of these particular channels but there may be about five five channels that are going to get one and it's just going to end up being a surprise Damn. and i guarantee you the work that i'm going to do on these particular pieces is going to is going to be unique to that particular channel so expect to see something here in the near future for any and every channel that's watching this right now so if you guys are you guys think but uh how do you um how do you start off with um deciding what type of wood to use for 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 instance for that one how do you what is there a specific type of wood that you use and how do you start with the shaping of the of the handle well you got you have to use hardwoods because if you use like pine or something like that it'll the first time you pull the trigger it's going to blow the whole piece uh the whole wood piece out so you use like um ash or oak red oak um hardwoods like that and then it all depends on how you want it, you know, how you want it shaped or anything else like that. If you want to make it look like um, time period proper, you got to sand it the right way, you got to cut it the right way, so on and so forth. Uh, it's believe it or not, it's actually really hard to explain. It's easier just to show you how to do it. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, it's not it's not exactly easy because I here's where I would go. I would start with here's how I think I should do a handle, and it would be wrong about twenty times until I got it right. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. Um, but once, like I said, once I source everything and I got it all in my hands, I already see what it looks like before it's even before I even started any work. So there's there and like I was saying, um, what was it? The last beers and bros. Um, there's that project I wanted to do for President Trump. It's a five piece set, three rifles and two pistols, and that set alone if i had if i had the money myself that set alone would probably be over i'd say a quarter of a million dollars damn damn yeah and <laughs> dream if, a little if, dream well it, it, i'd have to learn how to smelt both gold and silver shape it embed it um now the shaping part that's easy embedding it that's easy it's just the smelting part that i'm gonna have an issue with because i don't have any of that kind of equipment yeah um 
cop, you know, and I hate to do it this way, but I have to copy his signature, her signature. Yeah. Cause Melania's getting one of the pistols. Um, getting their signatures, making sure that everything is correct, setting up the mold for once the, once the metals are melted down, melt the metals down. And then I have to shape it. So it'll fit everywhere it's supposed to be. And, you know, go from there. But then again, you know, if I created a set like that, it'd probably sit here with me because I don't think Secret Service is going to allow me to present something like that to the president. Well, anybody that knows anyone that can get in contact with the president, uh, do me a favor, reach out to him. Also, I know somebody who would love a 50 cal long rifle. Don Jr. would uh, thoroughly enjoy one of those. <laughs> I can shoot. I can do that. That's easy. I'll, uh, it's going to be kind of hard to do a, a triple color stain, especially with using white for you know, obviously red, white and blue. But uh, I'm working on a particular stain pattern to hopefully get that done. But for some strange reason, the red just comes out all god-awful horrible at the moment. Hmm. And one of the reasons why I'm saying it that way is because the uh, it's the, the, the red I'm trying to make is the Marine Corps Scarlet. So nice. if you can imagine that, then trying to put that on a... You know, it has to be a pure white hardwood, but uh, it it shows up as pink. Gotcha. Then I learned, yeah. Then I learned another. Uh, I had to teach myself this particular technique, but it's uh, I have to burn it in to the wood. Hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, that should tell you it's one of those. It's not an easy situation, but I can do it. Yeah, man. It just takes a long, long time to get it all done. So, how long have you been streaming? How long have you been doing uh, uh, live streams? Or recorded. Uh, shoot. Um, <laughs> July will be one year. What was the July? Uh, what made you decide to uh, to to make the leap in front of the cam? I would say red pill and methods, where they got me to a point uh, where it's just like, all right, my voice needs to be heard, and then. Um, was it one of the it was also one of the episodes where uh on we the people insider where uh he had or Adol had frank of quite frankly podcast and dilly from the dilly show on and frank was saying something to the effect that is like yeah if you're gonna make a channel make it yours do something unique so i mean and i'm gonna bring up my avatar here real quick just so everybody can see it so when they said that this popped into my head so I was like, okay, I'll do it. And then, you know, I didn't want, in the beginning, I didn't want people to know my actual voice or anything else like that. So as you see the very first video I did, it's, that does not sound like me at all. But uh, I finally got to a point where just watching them doing all their stuff, it got me to a point of doing the Zoom and recording videos, putting them up there on YouTube, having to deal with all the censorship that they were trying to pull on, especially on some of the topics that I was talking about, like the directed energy weapons and whatnot. And oh, by the way, I found some more documentation on that. So you might be seeing another video come out on that one. Um, And after that, it was just, let's just keep going. And then finally got to a point where I felt that I was ready to have a guest and I reached out to Red Pill and he was my first guest ever. So it was a, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Unfortunately, my internet went down real fast, so it ended up being a two-part interview. And well, there it is. 
And here awesome. we are now watching uh, <laughs> exactly. beers and beer and bro four hour live streams. Man, I don't miss those days. I, I've done my fair share of four, six, eight hour streams, and I do not miss that at all, bro. <laughs> I, you know, the the more I do it, the more I enjoy it. So it's really, it's really becoming a lot of fun. And even some of my stepkids, they watch the videos and they're saying, "You're crazy." yeah well it's a little little different abe because you used to do a you know a total news show you know i mean no no offense or anything to to do but i mean he's he's hanging out and playing music and you know he's got friends uh, you know you were just literally running the show man I i don't know how you did that when you were doing you know five six hours of news i could only imagine how scrambled you were after those shows man just like totally, yeah I, I could only imagine yeah people don't realize how much it takes out of you to be to do a show it's it does it you feel you just feel burnt out you know i can't explain it um you know i just i just put so much into it i, I just i want it to be something that people really want to watch and i know that you want that too how has how has your stream evolved from you know maybe like with the first few shows the first few months uh that you started doing it to where you're at now um I, well, I'll be honest with you. I still get really nervous in the beginning, all the way up to the first five minutes of actually going live and stuff like that. It just, yeah, no matter what, it's always like, especially when, like when you step out outside the wire on a deployment and you're always nervous, but then all of a sudden something clicks and you're like, all right, battle mode, let's go. It just, it just rolls like that. Um, and then I, one of the biggest things, especially for me is like my my first opportunity to come on or go live on YouTube for the first time, it was quite shocking because Red Pill was sitting there promoting me and all the other shows were promoting me as well. Same with Adel Nero when I got to, uh, he was my second interview. Absolutely great person. And the same with you guys, you know, it's just the more I do it, the easier it becomes, but it's still, it never knocks out that first few minutes of the butterflies until you know you get past that first five minutes and once you're past that it's it just flows it just flows so the streams are getting better um i love definitely having a lot more fun i love this to uh to semi-plan shows but the way i plan shows is i i like i dump thoughts in my heads all over the place (laughs) and i just pull those out when i when they're needed um, and I love just kind of winging them because it's it's just it gives it a natural feel. And I I love I I love hang hangout shows like that. It's a lot of fun to watch, and uh, your show is definitely a lot of fun to watch. What uh what time frames do you uh do you stream? What days and times? Um, I always try to go live on Mondays Mondays after White Hat. Uh, if I'm able to on Wednesdays, unless something big comes up, I'll I'll pop in any other day. But um, usually Mondays. Fridays, Saturday nights, and Sundays for beers and bros. So that's usually how I do it. But if there's something that's bothering me, kind of like, and I'm surprised I didn't do it last night. Um, I was thinking about going live for this particular thing that we were talking about in the pre-show. Um, there's a massive one that I got to do and probably have uh Navy vet, uh, Rick G and a few other people in on this one. Cause we're, we think it's important enough to really just bring out to everybody. It's not going to be for everybody though, because it's it involves some really dark stuff. But uh, yeah, it's that's usually how I do it. But if, like I said, if there's anything that's really, really, 
really pressing. Um, I usually try and stick to that schedule just that's, because it's that's pretty cool, easier. man. I love it. Um, and I, if you guys get a chance, make sure you check it out. Uh, and I see Sean and on out is out there now. He's going to be launching his channel in the near future too. So make sure oh, you guys uh, check him out. Awesome. As well. Yeah. Be looking yeah. forward to that. Sean and I good to see you out there, brother. Yeah. As a matter of fact, Diddy style 93, he's wanting to start up a channel as well. Hey brother, just reach out. Okay. Um, you can find everything you need right there in my in my link tree and your wonderful mods, Abe and Joe. They're dropping it out there like crazy. So I'm having this we're just having a good old time now. Yeah, Diddy Style is another uh, a good patriot out there and a younger generation too, which you know, we need that young younger generation speaking up as well. So it's always good to have those uh those kind of people uh, wanting to get involved. Exactly. And the more I mean me, I'm an I'm an old soul. I've been around for a very long time. Uh, but if we can get the younger generation coming in and talking at the same time, doing the same stuff that we're doing, dude, we got people you can carry this on beyond my years. So, and beyond Abe's and Joe's and everybody else that's doing this, that's what that. we need. We need, we I need love that the comment, younger generation bro. to step up. I love that yeah. comment. I'm an old soul. Uh, you and I have similar paths somehow. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Dan Scavino um, has been putting a lot of hope porn out there and it is driving me fucking nuts. I have to be completely honest with, with you guys out there. This shit is driving me fucking insane. And to just now Dan Scavino puts this out. We can't wait for the moment to come when we'll say Donald Trump is back and we'll leave the short Biden era behind. Basically every day Dan Scavino puts out that this isn't over and Trump will be back in short form. Where do you stand on the idea that, and we only have about five minutes before we go to the news blitz, so I'll, let, I'll, I'll give okay. you the floor here to get your thoughts out, but where do you stand on the idea that uh, we're going to see Trump back sooner than later, and I mean before 2024? All right. Um, my stance on it is more than likely we will. It's just there's certain things that have to happen first. Now, with Dan Scavino dropping stuff like that, and he's never disappointed us before, but yeah, it does kind of suck after a while hearing all that or seeing and reading all this hope porn. It's like, dude, if you're going to do it, shut your damn mouth, get the job done, and make shit happen. We don't need to hear this. We don't constantly need to hear it. I mean, if you drop a little crumb here and there, okay, fine. But if you're doing it every day, no. You're just, it's like... Let's, let's compare the Trump years to the Obama years when it came down to military operations. What the hell did that monkey fucker do? He kept telling the enemy where we were going to be when we we're going to do certain things. And what happens? We never did anything. We couldn't do anything right. Whereas Trump, well, al-Baghdadi, hmm, bye-bye. Then we find out afterwards. Oh, okay. That's the type of thing that Dan Scavino needs to be doing instead of constantly doing... I mean, following 40, Trader 44, yeah, that's what I usually call them anyway. But uh, instead of just constantly pushing it out there, just shut up. Just you're, completely shut it off. Don't say anything and get the shit done. And then once you're done, hey, cool. Told you. I've I've vented like crazy to, a, to a, a, a very some very close people because here's what I fucking see. In in the battle every single day, giving everything to the to the information warfare fight, I see Wisconsin election on Tuesday producing twenty percent fucking turnout. Uh-huh. Hope porn begets complacency. 
Stop waiting for somebody to come save you. Stop waiting to see who President Trump is going to endorse next. Do your own fucking research and find out when the next local election is and find out how we can get people to the fucking polls. Exactly. Now, now that you mentioned that part, look, guys, we're all saying it. you want to make a difference. If you don't want to do streaming like we're doing right here, get your ass out there. Get on your local school boards. Get on your local government. Trust me, you do it that route. In a few years, holy shit. Guess what? <laughs> Hold on, I got to bring something up. Canadian Patriot 17 in there says, like, F-bomb Friday. Love it. <laughs> Foxhole F-bomb Friday. Fuck yeah, it's Friday, man. And it's uncensored. Of course. Exactly. We're on uncensored. I can't take it anymore, dude. I I am so sick and tired of let's wait for Trump to tell us what to do next. And Stan Scavino and Lynn Wood, oh, don't worry, we got this. I'm sick and fucking stop fucking talking. Stop mm-hmm. talking and find out how you can support local races. In the meantime, of all this hope porn from Dan Scavino's uh, uh, Telegram channel, uh, another radical leftist was elected in Wisconsin. So um, how about we stop talking about what we're going to do and find out what we can do to get out the fucking vote? By the way, where where was all these people talking about going to vote for all these uh, smaller uh, things that were going on? I didn't hear anybody talking about it. Did you? No, nobody, nobody talked about going out to vote. Nobody. Anybody in the chat? Do you guys hear anything about voting in any of these areas? I've seen no shortage of conspiracy theory, clickbait crap, talking about Pence, talking about fucking every, every topic, every out there topic you can think about. All right. And I love if we were going to talk about the the, the giant of Kandahar today. We didn't even really get to it. We were going to talk a little more about dumbs. I love talking about these ideas. In the meantime, more radical leftists are getting elected every day in America, and we are sitting around waiting for Trump to tell us who to endorse next and discussing it. It, it, it just drives me fucking nuts, man. I, there's so many great minds out there, and I'm mm-hmm. just, you know, I, I, I'm trying to show why some of these, these theories out there make no fucking sense, and they take it as a personal attack. I don't care if you don't like how, how I say something to you. Pay attention to the information and just let me fucking vent without you whining and crying like a little bitch. <laughs> I like the way you put that one. Fuck, That's man. So, eloquent. so fucking it. frustrating, dude. I, you know, I've never seen so many soft people. they got to be from the Navy. That's got to be the problem. No, I think they're, I think they're coasties. Not fucking Navy. squids, man. They'll, they'll ruin a good discussion every time. <laughs> There we go. Now you're just pissed off all the Navy friends out there. Way to go. No, don't forget we, our. Uh, we got Subpack Vet in the chat. He's. Yeah, he, I'm exactly. pretty sure he's back there at home laughing his ass off on that one. But uh, no, I, I would definitely say, um, out of the branches of military, we have the Marine Corps, the Navy, and the Army that are the toughest of all. You've got the Chair Force. I mean, oops, sorry. I'm in Air Force. Um, they 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 they're actually the ones that did it the smart way. They send the officers out to fight. Right, and the enlisted stay back home. Uh, yeah, go 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 make me some food while I go put myself into a war zone. <laughs> right, and then uh, after that, we've got the Coast Guard. What the hell are they for? Uh, chasing drugs and making sure that the the drug lines get passed for the CIA. Pretty much, that's that's okay. Pretty, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, well, that's now that you brought that up, uh, chasing drugs, I'm still impressed with that one. Uh, Coasty that yeah. jumped on that freaking sub. Hell yeah, dude. Pounding on it. Dude, those, I, I gotta admit, we don't hear much about them, but
but they do some amazing stuff. There's some tough ones one, in, the, in there for sure, man. There's tough ones in every service, but I can't, I can't not let uh, the the squid joke go by with another brother from the Marine Corps sitting here with me. In the meantime, Joe's got a uh, a news blitz we want to get to here. If you want to take a quick ten minute break, brother, or if you want to yeah. hang and do a quick comment, you can do that too. Uh, here's a quick thirty second opener as we get uh, Joe's rapid fire segment lined up for you guys. We'll get to some more news after the top of the hour and your calls. Call in and talk to Floyd, aka due diligence. Do your due diligence before you throw a fucking another uh, conspiracy theory at me. Next. Brother, what do you got out there today for the news blitz? What caught your eye in the news on this Friday afternoon? Well, since it's Friday, I got to start out with a little bit of fun. Uh, Washington, D.C., by executive order today, Joe Biden has banned all high-capacity assault stairs. Any stair with over 30 steps is considered high-capacity and must be reduced to California-style 11-step version with lower clearance and high-friction padding to reduce the chain chance of fall and injury. I just absolutely love the bee. Every time I re- read their headlines, I just start cracking up. Got to have a little bit of fun. Uh, Breitbart, <laughs> Joe Biden, uh, borders are Roberta Jacobson is stepping down. This comes after the announcement, of course, that... Um, Kamala Harris is supposed to, uh, you know, do something, but we know she's not gonna. But uh, just interesting that she's stepping down after she just got appointed. Hmm, that is interesting. Mm-hmm. This was super interesting too. Uh, let me play this video. It's about a minute. Hang on one sec. Let me make sure I got the right. This is interesting. Check this out. Point of view, they want to get, um, they don't like the U.S. having this reserve currency because it gives us, you know, a lot of leverage over, you know, Iranian oil supply chains and all sorts of things like that. Um, They like, uh, they don't want the renminbi to become a reserve currency because then you have to open your capital account and you have to do all sorts of things that they they really don't want to do. Um, You know, I think the euro, you could think of as, you know, was in part a Chinese weapon against the dollar. Didn't. The last decade hasn't quite worked out that way, but that was, you know, China would have liked to see two reserve currencies like like the euro. And, uh, you know, even though I'm sort of a pro-crypto, pro-Bitcoin maximalist person, I, I do wonder whether at this point Bitcoin is also, uh, should also be thought in part of, as a Chinese uh, financial weapon against the U.S., where it's, it, is, it threatens fiat money, but it especially threatens the, uh, the U.S. Uh, dollar and... Um, and China wants to do things to weaken it. So it's sort of China is long Bitcoin, and perhaps from a geopolitical perspective, uh, the U.S. should be a little bit uh, be asking some tougher questions about exactly how that works. But I, I- what do you think about that? Uh, part of that discussion that we talked about Bitcoin as a as a weapon from China, they're they're telling you, <laughs> they're telling you right there. And all we got to do is listen to them. Exactly. I just thought that was super interesting that I came across that today. That was a couple of days ago, but we were just talking about that yesterday. Uh, Epoch Times or Epic Times, second vaccination site halts operation after adverse reactions to Johnson & Johnson vaccines. So this is the third one. I reported on two of them over the last week or so. Four people were taken to the hospital for uh, further observation. Um, (laughs) 
I don't know what to say. There's just so many reports coming out about all these vaccination sites and how they're getting stopped and halted. Uh, we discussed a little bit uh, yesterday about, you know, what's going on with this. I, I don't know. Do you guys have any comments on on these sites getting halted? It's interesting. I mean, it's, this is what happens when you rush to to va- vaccines to, to market without any kind of testing whatsoever. You use humans as the testing. I It just... I it's it's scary. There are so many people that are just allow blind faith into big pharma. Well, Abe, I, uh, on top of that, I'm just glad they're not testing this shit out on us military right now. So true that. True that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, this was super interesting uh, from Hannity. Uh, so caving on the pipelines, Saki uh, Pasaki says White House will look at each pipeline and do an analysis. So. I'm not going to play the video, but basically that's like what she just said. Our view is that we would like to uh, look at each pipeline. Um, so they're not, they're basically saying there's a potential that they might open them again. Um, so just like the border wall that they, you know, are probably going to start building again. Here's another thing that's getting kicked back in his face, almost like a boomerang. It feels I'm so conflicted on this stuff because you know what? I, I, I stand with the, with Indian reservations who have sacred lands and the government seizing those lands. I, that shit drives me nuts. Eminent domain and the way that this country uses it from the beginning has always driven me nuts. That said, there should be ways to work through these things, and instead of just having a stance, I don't like oil, therefore no pipelines, uh, is, is weak-minded and ignorant at best. I agree. I agree. Actually, so, I'm, also, I'm sorry, real quick. Yeah, I'm also thinking, you remember how uh, President Trump did the uh, border wall? It was all under contract before he left. Same thing with the pipeline. Biden never should have shut it down. So guess what? That's a big problem for him now. Great so point. Really the exact same thing. Exactly. And I've had uh, other discussions, this one from Zero Hedge, about Hungarian Central Bank boosts its gold reserve by 3,000% in less than three years. I've had other discussions about other banks who have been buying in uh, a ton of gold, uh, Poland being one of them, because uh, I discussed that story previously. What's interesting is is this little map here, uh, which I you guys should be able to see, of you know Germany, Austria, Hungary, Poland, Netherlands. All of these guys have major investment in gold. Uh, so very interesting. Needless to say, hmm. Zero Hedge also had another one. BlackRock State Street exploring takeover of Credit Suisse asset management arm. So this just dropped uh, not too long ago. Um, earlier, several financial media outlets reported the Credit Suisse was considering dramatically shrinking or selling off its prime brokerage unit, the hedge fund-focused business that just lost $4.7 billion for the bank, obliterating 18 months of bank's average net profits. Huh. Wonder why they lost so much money in that 18 months. Any ideas? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is this is we talked about this the other day. This is this is the example of that shadow banking and and moving money around based on speculation and high risk uh, investments. This is, that's what happens when it bites you in the ass. They actually say it's seven point five billion, by the way, not four point seven. And BlackRock, of course, being the the uh, uh, intermediary between the Federal Reserve and bankings. This is just yet another banking takeover. That's the way I looked at it, too, man. That's exactly it. 
There's been some interesting stuff going uh, on in Northern Ireland, and it looks like they, uh, I don't know, man. I've kind of saw some reports of some people who live in Ireland as well, and what they're saying is that there's a lot of good uh, teenagers in Ireland, and then there's a lot of shitheads. And it sounds like these shitheads are just starting stuff. Uh, they've probably seen reports about buses being started on fire. And uh, so Northern Ireland basically said, all right, we'll just bring out the water cannons. And uh, it seems to be working fairly well up there in Ireland. But just interesting stuff going on up there. Yeah, all around the world, people are, are is spreading protest. It's interesting. That's, well, I mean, that's kind of what I think, too. It's it's it's. It's a little bit of both. I think it's a little bit of, of kids being bored, for one. They've been probably locked down for how long. But it's also people stirring shit, just like we've seen in many of uh, the places here in the United States. Yeah, good point. So it's just interesting to just kind of see how all that, go, all that works. This was interesting today because uh, if you guys didn't know, the American Russians dock at International Space Station. Uh, so this was pretty interesting. A trio of Russian and American space travelers launched successful and reached the International Space Station today. Um, so <laughs> I don't know. I have, I didn't really have a whole chance to read this whole article. It's not that long, but I just thought it was super interesting after everything that's been going on between America and Russia and how they make it seem like, you know, we've, we've got this, this big problem called Russia yet here we are docking together <laughs> up in space. Any comment on that guys? No. Okay. Anything to uh, to push the narrative of war uh, against Russia? That's what the deep state wants, and they're going to continue to do that. Uh, you know, the, the, this uh, union between uh, Russia and America space station has been long going. What, what I'm interested about this is that we we have our own uh, ability to launch people into space now, and the fact that they used uh, uh, Russia for this makes me wonder if there's some problems in our space program again. Well, I'm starting but- to think there is. That's what I was kind of wondering too. Um, obviously, it been been NASA was completely basically dismantled uh, by Obama, and so just thought that was interesting. Off duty, this is out of uh, CBS. Off duty Pentagon police officer charged in Maryland shooting that left two dead. So this was super interesting. Um, you know, basically, it was the uh, off duty Pentagon uh, Force Protection Agency police officer was char- charged in the fatal shooting. Um, I don't know. Just interesting. Caught my eye. This also caught my eye as well. Yesterday, the Fort Hood Brigade commander relieved for bullying and poor judgment. Now, this is super interesting. Bullying. <laughs> go, go, go ahead. <laughs> That's why they got time. What do you think, Flo? You think uh, they got rid of him because he was bullying people? Yeah. Oh, I think it's far worse than just bullying. Oh, yeah. Too, uh, the too, fact many, that thousands, too many thousands of soldiers have been lost on that damn freaking base for exactly. no reason whatsoever. Yeah, there's a much bigger, deeper story there of the recent the shootings, the the people that have disappeared. Uh, the command in Fort Hood has m- major problems, not just uh, bullying. I just like how they, and that's that's a Military Times article headline, so I just thought that was interesting how they said that. Um, this was actually yesterday. I didn't get a chance to cover it. Breaking New Hampshire, New Hampshire Senate sends the New Hampshire Wyndham incident forensic audit bill audit bill to the governor. So this is a huge win for the people. New Hampshire election integrity and the New Hampshire Senate voted 24 0 just minutes ago to, to concur with the House amended version of SB 43. Um, 
this is pretty interesting. If they're going to get New Hampshire is going to get the forensic audit as well. Um, just all kinds of stuff still going on behind the scenes there. Yo, those guys need to come over here to Washington state and do that same shit. Mm-hmm. And Illinois and Illinois. All right. Let me wrap these last three up just real quick. Uh, we had department of justice, the Northern district of New York. Of course, every day we have these a Rotterdam men, a man sentenced to 136 months for attempted online enticement of a minor. It's Randy Ignore of Rotterdam. And we also have another one out of Pennsylvania, 24 years in prison for child exploitations uh, offenses. That's Erie, Pennsylvania. And another one, of course, out of New York, uh, Gloriesville man pleaded guilty to distribution and possession of child pornography. That's your rapid fire for today, guys. Back to you, brother. Yes, indeed. Good stuff, brother. Good stuff. I uh, appreciate that for sure. All right, guys, let's go do a quick uh, advertisement for you. I cha- uh, Rise and I, Rise Attire and I changed the uh, advertisement, and it, it didn't load into OBS for some reason. So um, enjoy Delete the Elite with me for this Friday afternoon, and I'll get that changed for Monday. Delete the Elite. RiseAttireUSA.com is the official show sponsor of Brothers Uncensored and UncensoredAbe.com. Do me a favor. Check out RiseAttireUSA.com. Put in discount code ABEWAVE, A-B-E-W-A-V-E, and you, get it, you can get a 10% discount. Get some sweet gear. Help the show and help out a great Patriot company, RiseAttireUSA.com. Delete the elite. Stand by a minute and a half of your time, and we'll be in here for your calls and other news. The message is to reject the message. No, no need, need for, for their, their hidden agendas realized by subversion, or extremist vendettas that target the free. Our weapons are truth that prove highly effective with an impact surpassed only by the span of their reach. The powers that hope to control us will feed on those lost in philosophies devoid of all meaning. Don't be enticed by the divisive self-righteous who deal in deception, suppression, and greed. Flee from the nation of mindless who preach what's been forced down their throat by their peers and their teachers. Run from the depraved, guilty of treason whose roads have been paved by the tricks up their sleeves. When it's real, you can feel it. It appeals to your senses, whether dull or intense, most will tend to agree. We won't leave the blinded behind. We'll shoulder wounded soldiers till it's over, then we'll train them to see. The truth is the future. This beautiful movement makes the gatekeepers useless and their lies obsolete. With fury we'll fight by the glory of God. We'll delete the elite and release all their secrets. RiseAttireUSA.com. I freaking love Delete the Elite. He doesn't want me he doesn't want me to play it too much because he thinks people are getting sick and tired of it. I'm like, dude, no one's ever gonna get sick of that. Uh the greatest thing ever. I freaking love it. All right, guys. Let me get uh the phone calls up for you guys. Let me get Zoom fixed again now because every time I do that, go ahead. Oh, oh, maybe uh, what's his name? Biden should stop shitting all over the damn White House and blaming the dogs for it. (laughs) Can you read that again, Joe? It said uh, the 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 end of the uh, the uh, what was I say? Oh, the Babylon Bee. The last sentence of the article, which I didn't read, says at publishing time, Biden had also called for a ban on military style assault dogs who are known to trip up innocent bystanders and the occasional president. I was laughing my ass off when I reread oh, the geez. end of that. Oh, that's <laughs> freaking hilarious! Like you gotta love it. 
All right, we got uh, Norm in the house. Yeah, too many freaking buttons. What are you supposed to do? Give me a break. Uh, Norm, Norm is in the house. Norm, if I could get you to unmute your mic and uh, let us know what's on your mind on this foxhole fucking Friday. What's on your mind, Norm? What's up, Norm? Hey, not much. Um, and hey, Floyd, how you doing? Pretty good. How you doing? All right. I'm glad you got some sleep last night. So yeah, I, did. <laughs> I was trying to send you a message, and uh, you said you were sleeping, and I I didn't think you did that. But um, Abe, the main reason why I called in is because the donation I sent you last time, you still haven't accepted it. Uh-oh. So I want to make sure that you accept it. Roger that. I have a, a lot to catch up on on that front that I'll be definitely working on tonight and this weekend. I apologize for the delay in that. And for those well, who no, don't I, know, just real quick, Norm, uh, also known, uh, if I'm correct, as Hang 10 Alien Surfer, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, in the chat. Correct. For those yeah. that didn't know. Yeah. And I, yeah, I have a YouTube channel called Hank 10 Alien Surfer. Um, and that's how come I go by that. So I'm and trying a channel to get a called Free channel, Beer Man. Yeah. <laughs> and a uh, brand new channel called Free Beer Man. And um, yeah, that we, yeah, we got shows on Sunday at 6 p.m. Pacific, so, and Floyd was on there last week. We had a good oh, time, didn't we? Oh, yeah, we did. Holy cow. I got it. Let me give you this real fast. Uh, Alan, subpack vet in there in the chat says he needs your ad- address to your studio because he wants to send you a spider monkey. I was just <laughs> laughing at that. I just saw that. I'm like, my brother's uncensored. Need the address to your studio. Alan, going to ship you a spider monkey to your studio. <laughs> I was just reading now, that when Dude said that. Now, if you guys don't understand, you need to go back to one of the beers and brews, especially with Subpack Vet and Maybe Subpack. Oh Lord, the Spider Monkey story was great. Yeah, Had that story. Laugh. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I haven't ever told that story to anybody ever before. I have no idea how you guys got that out of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that wasn't you. That was somebody else that got that one. That poor monkey. <laughs> <laughs> that was a different version of me for sure. <laughs> nice. Oh, getting boy, shot boy. at changes your mind a little bit. It puts you into a into a weird mode sometimes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Oh my god. We got cage farmer laughing. No, what's up? I think. Um... You started a rivalry with Joey somehow because I was talking to Joey Mormon last night and he said he was kind of annoyed that he found out somebody was doing longer streams than he was. <laughs> so Joey did I don't a know bit how long his stream Joey did a bit last weekend of Fauci and he had me fucking rolling for like a half hour. I gotta get Joey on just so you can do his Fauci impersonation. That shit was hilarious. Oh shit! Yeah. You do that. Let me know. I want to be in on that show as well. Oh, <laughs> I definitely want to be on that show. <laughs> oh, oh I invited you last night, but uh, you were sleeping. So yeah, I, he I, to get, talk to you. I get my cat naps. <laughs> I do get my cat naps. So <laughs> got to get those in. Damn right about that shit. But, but, but uh, I have I have a story I want to tell the chat here real fast because um I I did I used to do a. Uh, a beer show about a decade ago and somebody from that that watched me on that show found three beer men and he is he's not part of the movement or anything he doesn't he didn't know anything really about everybody um started 
to chat with some people in the chat. And I know it's some same people here in this chat. And he said, they are the most wonderful, loving people he's ever met. And um, he's, and then, then from our chat, he goes over to the Zozo chat and he sees some of the same people. And um, he's actually started watching some of the other shows and he just, uh, for those of you in the chat that don't think you contribute, you actually contribute a lot because um, by welcoming everybody, not, you know, it's being good to one another. Um, and I've met some, some really great people in the chats um, in the past few weeks, like Floyd. And um, yeah, I, I just want to say how much appreciate if I am of you guys in the chat. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree, man. There's um, there's a whole Foxhole family that's developing now between all of us, and that's the goal of Foxhole Fridays, man. It's to it's to find the, the other content creators, and if you if you haven't had a chance to check them out, find a little bit about them, and just help promote each other. Uh, that's we really, we would not be here. Brothers Uncensored would not be a show right now if people did not lift us up and I feel a responsibility to new streamers and other streamers that maybe I've disagreed with in the past. I don't care. I want to, I want to embrace everyone and uh, seek disagreement and seek discussion, seek different perspectives and man, the Foxhole family, uh, especially those in chat bring a lot to uh, the discussion. And it's, it's just not the same without them. None of these platforms are the same without our great chat out there. No doubt about it. Oh yeah, I agree. I agree completely. Such, I mean, you know, now I'm thinking about it. Um, no matter what chat you jump into, doesn't matter who you're, who you're watching. We always see a lot of the same people. And the the best part is the amount of camaraderie that we have. It's it, Joe, you have, uh, and Abe, you both would have to agree with this one, but it's rivaling, rival, rivaling, so hard to say certain words, but um, it rivals the type of camaraderie we had in the military. I mean, if you really think about it, this is this is like a real tight knit group of people or a tight knit unit, so to speak. So it's just absolutely wonderful to see it every single time. There's so many angles. There's so many different angles that that people take. You know, I see loyal to the foil out there just does a great job uh, with with her perspective. And it, you know, I love that. That's the most important thing that we need to be doing besides supporting platforms like free speech, like, like tiger network and Foxhole at that app. And, and I'll give it to cloud hub too. Jeff at the cloud hub has been been very good to me personally. And I, I will always remember that when, when a CEO of a major company reaches out to you and says, look, I I feel your pain. I want to fix this. Um, that's how you win me over, man. And, and so uh, there's just a lot of people that are really standing up, man. And that's, that's what's beautiful about this movement. When you think back to go back and think back to, to, uh, to 2010, 2012, man, and how, how in the dumps this country was and how anybody who was fighting for, for the constitution felt, I felt like it was over, man. I, I, I felt like my whole life's work was a waste of time back then. Think about where we were then now. Think about where we're at now as a country, as a movement, as a as a informed voter popul- populace, man. The thing that what has changed and where we are now is light and day versus where we were in 2012, 2014. Yeah, um, I would definitely agree with that one. And it doesn't matter. It, it, this movement of ours is just going to get bigger, stronger, more powerful, more vocal. Q even said it. 
nothing can stop what is coming. And I have a, I have a very strong feeling that we are part of that what is coming. So all I can say to everybody out there in the chat, get your boots on, strap them up nice and tight. Hell yeah. I appreciate you, Norm. It's going to get fun. Norm, you're going to be doing some stuff too, right, Uh, in the near future, if I remember correctly? Different shows, different uh, spots, just kind of doing some Um, guest spots all over the place? Yeah. uh, Like Floyd and I, I think we're going to be regular panels on uh, J-Bell's show on Saturday. Sweet. Yep, that's just uh, just um, before I go live. So, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. And um, I'm trying to get that my software working so I can animate the um, alien live so I can do a live show as the alien uh, character <laughs> I created. Oh, nice. um, Wait a minute. And that's do you mean be, like with what Wonka Vonka did on a Sunday night show? <laughs> yeah, I actually helped her do that. And that kind of inspired me to finish my, my other project. I'm just having problems with the software. And it's about an alien that doesn't understand the human race and he comes and he interviews different people and ask them kind of ridiculous questions and stuff like that. So perfect. You go to my YouTube channel. Uh, he, he just is interviewing fruits and vegetables so far, but I'm going to try to get it a live <laughs> show. Appreciate you, Norm. Thanks for calling in, bro. Yeah. When's the next time we can find you? Uh, right. what? When's the next time we can find you on a stream? Um, you can go to threebeermen.com um for oh, wow. for the three beer men uh i'm not quite ready with the uh, hankton alien surfer uh, one but that's hankton alien but i have no information up there yet so. cool man cool thanks for calling in man appreciate you bro appreciate it norm take care bro all right, <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> sorry about the coughing fit yeah. guys once he said he, that his little alien creature was going to be interviewing fruits and vegetables i lost it oh my god <laughs> I lost it. you gotta love it you gotta love it man we got a ton of callers and gary you're in there twice somehow um and i will get to the rest of your calls as fast as absolutely possible one at a time gary one at a time gary take it easy uh the the texan is on the road hopefully being as safe as he possibly can as usual bro how are you man hey guys man i'm doing all right i don't know it's uh Fuck safety Friday, I, I guess. I don't care. It's five o'clock rush hour traffic. These pricks are pissing me off today. <laughs> Dude, I'm absolutely serious. wonderful to meet you, man. <laughs> Texan, yeah. I love watching you call in every single time. Yeah. I never miss it. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, uh, y- y'all got me laughing while I go. Uh, I, lo- I love how the military branches uh, uh, crack on each other, man. I had a friend of mine that was a Marine, right? And uh, we were actually out in California, and uh, we were team partners. We were hauling cars cross-country, 10-car high rail. So anyway, we were out there in California. We were shut down for a weekend. We were in a bar out there. And uh, there, there was a Navy dude that was in there. And, you know, by the time these two fuckers done got drunk, they started hacking on each other, man. A lot of it I didn't know what the hell they were saying because I'd never been in the military. But whenever that, that Navy dude told my buddy that was a Marine, he said, uh, you know what Marine stands for, right? Must always ride in Navy instant ship. I was like, motherfucker, he got pissed. At- I had to get in between them, man. I thought they were going to fucking start fighting right there in the middle of the bar. I don't know. Anyway, I, I-, I think the shit's hilarious, man. Y- y'all start cracking on each other, fucking talking about the Navy and stuff. But I got something to say about the Coast Guard. I, g- I got something to say about, th- about the Coast Guard. I-, I never thought much of them 
you know, of course, I don't know anything about it, really. But when Hurricane Harvey hit, man, did y'all see the footage of what the Coast Guard was doing, saving lives down here on the coast? Yeah. 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 The, swift, the, swift water, the swift water rescue and the, 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 you know, they were plucking people out of buildings with helicopters and crap. And, I mean, dude, it, it was badass what they were doing. Oh, yeah. They, I, we've got a, a detachment of Coast Guards up here on uh, over on Lake Washington during Seafair uh, in August. You see them doing all their demonstrations and everything else like that. Those those guys are, as much as we like ragging on them, they do some really hard work. So I'm glad to see that they're out there with us fighting alongside. So, Yeah, I, like I said, I, I didn't know that much about them. I just thought that they, you know, patrolled the coast and, you know, did the, the drug busts and things and stuff like that, like y'all were saying. But. Yeah, it really opened my eyes as to how highly trained those guys really are, man, and the shit they were doing. And uh, I didn't know this until recently that, you know, Mar-a-Lago down there when uh, uh, Trump was in office, and I think they still have it, I'm not sure, that they have a special a special attachment, detachment, however y'all say it, of a Coast Guard that stay right there in Florida. And they're like, you know, highly special trained motherfuckers or some shit do y'all know anything about yeah. that um me personally i don't but i can look into it and see what i can find i got a few friends that are uh that are uh coasting, yeah, they, so give me a quick yeah, second what, to knock on the door. yeah to knock at the door oh, okay <laughs> but go ahead so uh so any, anyway they uh they, they're like uh, working in conjunction with the secret service and shit man Sorry. Yep. They, they got all kinds of special equipment out there and stuff. But uh, trying to do something here. Yeah. yeah. But uh, oh, sorry about that. My uh, my youngest stepdaughter just got home from work, so no problem. Oh, that's cool, man. My phone just fell out of my carrier. Anyway, shit. Oh. But anyway. Ah, oh, shit. Just... Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I I just wanted to holler, man, and and say hi, do, and uh, how'd that brisket finally turn out? Man, that brisket was gone in less than three days. Was it? The whole 35 pounds of the damn thing was gone in three days. Oh, Whew. that's cool, man. That, that means you did something right then, right? Yeah, that's why I call it my soggy dollar brisket. Add some soggy dollar <laughs> spice rum to that bad boy. Everybody's hungry. <laughs> yeah, I'm firing, up the, I'm firing up the pit myself every weekend now, now that the weather's nice down here. I mean, in between the tornado threats, you know. So. Yeah. Nah, anyway, that's, that's cool. But it's, right, it's I'm going to go ahead and jump off here, guys. But uh, yeah, I just want to give you a shout out, dude. And uh, hell, I guess I'll see y'all down the road. Appreciate it. Text him. Take care, brother. Take care. Much love, brother. Be man. safe. <clears throat> Dang. Yeah, that brisket was uh, pretty badass. Hell yeah. Matter of fact, some of these other guys need to jump on the on YouTube and start showing their cooking skills. Let's go. Let's see what you got. Let's make people hungry. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, 469, if I could get you to unmute your phone, and uh, you are on live with us right about now. 469, can I get uh, you to, to unmute? And I need a name for you when you get a second. Um, I think it's star six to unmute, 469, if you need that. Uh, Anka Vanka says, uh, love pitting. Yeah, I'm going to probably try to get mine fired up this weekend as well. Uh, 469, just make sure the, the stream is muted in the background. Uh, can I get a name for you, please? This is Diddy Style 9-3. Diddy Style. Uh, what's Ooh, up, Diddy. Diddy Style? 
Oh man, not much. Just got done with the work for the day. Uh, for starters, I was going to say what what an awesome introduction song for Floyd today. Uh, going back to the tool thing, man, I've been a beyond a tool follower since I was like 16, maybe even 15 years old. So I think that was uh, one of the best ways that uh, Floyd could have been introduced today. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I thought so as well, brother. I thought so as well. Man, that, and to be and honestly to elaborate on that, that's kind of one of the things I called in on at a young age. You know, some of the lyrics, you know, like uh, uh, you know, about life is just an illusion. You know, how uh, blink of an eye and then we're on to the next or whatever. You know, kind of was really one of the early early stages of kind of uh not necessarily red pilling but you know i'd I'd mentioned i don't know if you've guys seen in my chat how i started questioning things at a real young age just because of the the way that i grew up and where i grew up and whatnot you know but anyways um other than that i i didn't have a lot of crazy sauce today but just wanted to call in because i'm getting close to the weekend and wanted to holler at you guys but um my my thing was on the uh the New Hampshire actually going to the governor, uh, you know, them passing the bill and, and handing it to the governor. Uh, what y'all's take, what y'all's gut feeling, you think they're going to lie down like they have before? And then with all the other five states that are doing it as well, you know, I know we only need one. What, uh, what y'all's taking? Hey, how, how y'all feel we feel we fare on that? The what? Which bill again? I, I'm not sure which one you're talking about off the top of my head. The in 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 New Hampshire, where the y'all were talking about earlier, where they posted yesterday that they had passed the bill to uh, audit the election. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. There's a lot of interesting ones yeah. out there, man. I, um, we have one here in Wisconsin that's still active. Uh, the Arizona Maricopa yep. is still out there. There's there's one in Pennsylvania. There's one in Michigan. Uh, there's one in uh, Georgia. There's one in. There's several in Texas. So, uh, th- yep. the, the state the state legislature is doing what their due diligence is to make sure that uh, what happened this time doesn't happen again. I think is exactly what needs to happen, and it's going to be based on you know uh, what what can get done in the states and what gets ends up getting rejected. That that and that's going to be a state by state thing, and that's really where I, I feel like we should be putting our more of our time at is is finding out what our state legislatures are doing and how uh, we can make sure that what they snuck through this time doesn't get snuck through again uh, for well, for COVID yep. phase two. Yeah, let's also keep in mind, yeah. also keep in mind, just like this article that uh, I, I was talking about on my rapid fire, that it says at the end there, uh, uh, unless qualified expert and proven forensic analysis teams are chosen, we will never know what happened regarding the huge discrepancy. And uh, this entire process would be a sham at that point. So we also have to keep that in mind that even though they are going to uh, do a forensic audit, we got to make sure that they're a qualified expert and they're not just going to bullshit the audit either. So there's two sides to that as well. We got to keep in mind. True. True. That was it. Uh, Another one, like I said, kind of off topic, but before uh, you uh, move off of that, let me see if I do diligence had any thoughts on that. Okay. Yeah. Um, thoughts on that one. I think Maricopa County is probably going to be the first one that will break. Once that happens, then watch the dominoes fall. So that's what you're going to be looking that, uh, at. That, that's, that, honestly, I, that's exactly what I thought. I thought I, I've been thinking this whole time that Maricopa County is kind of our gold mine. It's, uh, it's going to be where the, where the saving grace either starts or, or doesn't. If they, I think they're 
like you said, if they if they jump in, then they'll fall. Everybody else will fall in line with. I think Maricopa County is a very vital vital part to the to the group of states that are uh, auditing. Is, is, am I am I correct or not? Do y'all know is also California? Are they not doing it? Uh, are they doing an audit as well? No, I think California right now is just working on trying to get Newsom out of there. Okay. Okay. So that, oh, that's the big thing they got to worry about right there. Once they get rid of that. Oh, uncensored Abe. What was that one term that we had? Oh, that's right. A fucktard. Once they get that fucktard out of there. <laughs> yeah. They don't yeah, have well, much to you know, worry wait, wait. about. It blows my mind, and I know I'm preaching to the choir, but how do you sleep with a spy for three years and not even lose your seat? But because MTG said things years ago, they take her chair away, you know, whatever. Or they take yeah. her assignments away. But um, other than that, man, right like now, I so. said, I, yeah, uh, that, that's true. That's very true. Uh, like I said, other than that, I didn't have a lot of just crazy content today. I like one day somehow for uh, me and Mr. Floyd be able to do us a little old brisket cook off. But uh, other than that, you know, <laughs> you got it. I'll be the judge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if we, that, I mean, if I wasn't so far, if I wasn't at the total pol- polar opposite end, man, it could be a whole lot easier. But uh, man, other than that, dude, as always, guys, I just wanted to say, man, love you guys so much. Love everything y'all do for the movement. Uh, I've been staying up later eating that Floyd. I've been staying up a little bit later catch this show, man. I just uh, love the movement, everything about it, and uh, appreciate you guys so much, man. You're very welcome. I'm, I'm, it's believe it or not, literally speaking, it's an absolute honor just to do this, t- do this type of stuff for you guys. Just because, I mean, with yep. all the bad news and stuff, you know, me doing my shows and then turning it into a music show, hell, if I have to keep doing it that way, I will. Yeah, yeah. Great call, Daddy. I, mean, I appreciate I, I, it, brother. It, it, absolutely, man. Love you guys. Y'all have a great weekend, guys, and we'll be. I'll be calling in soon again. Awesome, bro. Can't wait. Awesome. Talk to you guys later. D style in the house. Appreciate him uh, always with uh, some good comments. Uh, just as always, all the great callers uh, around. Really appreciate them. Uh, that's a, that's the name for the new show, by the way. Pain out there in chat. Cooking wars. There you it. go. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, <laughs> all right <laughs> i'm game i'm game right <laughs> yeah i know abe is too man abe's all over it i'm all over that shit hell yeah 217 in the house can i get your name please you guys know me it's kh farmer due diligence knows me too what's up what's K-H going on K-H? farmer so sorry for the hold music uh you may have to sometimes you just gotta change the channel you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> I don't know no, what kind of music. Kidding. What kind of music do you have in there? None. Elevator music. Elevator music. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Actually, no. Now that um, now that they started using like Nirvana as elevator music, it is kind of interesting. So yeah, I, it's been a while since I've been in an elevator. But the last time I was in an elevator, it was the old school elevator music. So yeah. Um, Oh, always rubbed me the wrong way. Woo. Yeah. I, I got to say, I was watching you flip through uh, uh, Due Diligence's gun collection that he's made earlier. And I, it's the second time I've seen that. And Floyd, you know, I, I, I respect you and appreciate you very much. Those are beautiful, beautiful work, my friend. Beautiful. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, each and every last one of them is a labor of love. So I put everything I am into it. 
that's also what kind of gives them their personalities and it just makes them that much sweeter for every single person that got to receive one. So absolutely, absolutely my friend. Absolutely. Just great work. Great work. They, 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 they're gorgeous. Uh, I want to talk about uh, just for a second, Biden's executive, I believe it was executive actions today on uh, gun reform, uh, gun, whatever bullshit he did. Um, yeah. Hmm. That's all I can think about. Just, 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 just sigh. I mean, what did he ban? Like some sort of pistol stabilization grip and a, a, an assault weapon, whatever the hell that's called. I mean, I, I, I uh, Jesus Christ, this basically, guy. Basically, he's know. trying to go after uh, ghost guns, um, trying to keep AR platforms from becoming pistols. But the problem is, you have to. They can't even identify what an assault weapon is i mean i can go grab mm-hmm. my i can go grab my tactical spork and that could be an assault weapon Come on. <laughs> no seriously i got a bunch of them hang on give me give me a second i'll, I'll grab it i'll grab it Seems I'm in the dining room. you guys can still be able to hear Oh, he's saying, I love it i love it biden's saying today too that he's just getting he's just getting started so see this is a tactical spork comes with its own knife and i can carry it on a plane Wow. Nice. So the problem is, <laughs> the problem is you have to understand the the term assault rifle. They took the uh, the Armalite rifle system, which was yep. originally made for civilians, a sporting mm-hmm. rifle. They're mm-hmm. continuously calling it weapons of war. Well, if we had weapons of war actually on the streets, uh, they would be owned by SWAT teams. Well, it looks really scary, and I don't like scary looking things. Well, this looks scary too, but doggone it, I'd still be able to eat my steak with it. You could assault me with it. You could, you could hurt me with it. Oh, shoot, you think that's bad? I got a pair of tactical chopsticks too. Same I don't think you understand. It's scary looking. You, you know, I don't think it needs to be said here that the guns are still going to get out there. All he's doing is attacking the people that have legally purchased them. And, and, and that that's the problem. I mean, you know, we cars kill people with drunk drivers. Knives kill people, and we, now we've got sporks, tactical sporks. <laughs> you saw it here first on Brothers Uncensored. <laughs> Amen, bro. <laughs> no, um, it's actually um, pretty amazing because one of the, the biggest things is as long as you have the ability to mill these things, you can buy them anywhere. And this is just for the you know some of the stuff that I do, and like in the pictures you saw Isabel. Well, the black rifle with the silver bottom. I was the one that made her. You know, the the biggest problem is they don't, the government is trying to limit us to what we can use, right? And it's all about what was said in the the beginning of the creation of the Second Amendment. The government should be fearing us, we the people, not the other way around. We shouldn't be serving the government. The government has to serve us. Mm -hmm. So one of the biggest things, and if you really look back into history, and yeah, I'm a big history buff, especially when it comes down to World War II, um, I refer you to 1936 through 1938 when Adolf Hitler was running around Germany with the uh, the brown shirts. You know, so they did the exact same damn thing to the Germans back then. Look what happened. Australia. Yep. For all of our Australian friends here, you know, they had to go through the same shit. They got all their weapons taken from England. Is another example. What happens when you get your weapons when you get your weapons taken from you? You become enslaved. I'm not giving up mine. And if anybody needs them, I can build them. 
just, you know, I'll put them together for you. I'll do the work, but hey, that's up to you and what you want. Magical yeah, Trevor. We're, 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 we're magical Trevor's out there like, hey, uh, your, your, uh, your, your utensils are oppressing me. Check out Magical Trevor goes live at six tonight. Sorry, go ahead, Cage. Oh, I bet you Magical uh, Trevor's probably going to turn that one into a meme. I would love it, though. Dude, I would absolutely dude, love it. We're going to talk about that at some point in time offline because I definitely want to want to purchase a piece of your hand craftsmanship because it's beautiful work, my friend. Beautiful. All right. We, we can definitely do that. I'll I'll be able to hook you up and everything else. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and we're, we're trying to move more off grid anyway. We've moved. We're, we're no longer in a... Uh, in a town or where we were out in the middle of nowhere and we're, you know, we got our own garden, we're doing our own canning, we're doing our own vegetables. We've got our own beef, you know, process in place. And it's just so much better out here. But unfortunately we're still in a crap hole state. So we still have to deal with that, but you know, it's, it's the best we can do for now. Oh, magical Trevor said he goes live tomorrow. Yeah. You're doing better than most. Don't worry. Just keep going. And, uh, and uh, due diligence, I really do appreciate a couple of times you've had me on and allowed me to, to, you know, run my mouth on your show, which has always been fun. Always been fun, my friend. Oh, you're absolutely welcome. I don't mind. I don't, you know, I don't mind having people jump in and, you know, telling what they want to or saying what they want to say. I mean, it's it's one of the things you guys are, you guys are what makes us content creators what we are today. So if it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't have this to do. No matter what. Tactical so. chopsticks. I'm gonna need a sponsor with tactical chopsticks and sporks. I'm gonna need I, I'm gonna I, need I to want, find me a sponsor. I want some tactical hey. chopsticks, Abe. If you find tactical chopsticks, you better give me a hookup with tactical chopsticks, bro. Hold on, hold on. I'll be right back. I'll go grab them. <laughs> What's also great is the tactical spork turns into a back scratcher on top of it. So it's like a dual purpose. Try, try more than a dual purpose. <laughs> I know. Well, you can cut your steak. Okay, so see, I have two tactical sports. Okay, tactical chopsticks. They're black. They're scary, and they will mess up some Chinese food like you wouldn't believe. Well, that's a scary assault <laughs> weapon you're holding right there. I'm kind of getting scared. Stop that. Oh no! I'm, I'm not terrified. Dead. Oh my gosh! I'm terrified. I'm getting triggered. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You gotta You're assaulting you gotta me with your with your chopsticks. <laughs> but see, I'm not fat, and I use these things all the time. Who knows? <laughs> oh, I gotta leave that alone. I gotta leave that alone now. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah. Oh, oh god. For Sonia JHC, yes, I am still on YouTube. So I'll be there until they decide to completely ban my ass, which I'm expecting to have happen soon. I like being offensive over there. Okay, so well, I had all these things. These are things that I find is just too much fun not to have them. So, oh boy, uh, too, too funny. Too funny. I know descendant. I know descendant of Bran. He's going to turn me into another meme with the with these tactical sporks and chopsticks. Stop oppressing me, bro. <laughs> hey, hey oh, did boy. you see that uh did you see twitter finally banned uh phantom shadow that was uh that was devastating no i don't I know I, don't, that. I lost my yeah. uh, i lost my twitter channel the same day that president trump got nuked so i've tried I like three or four else. times and they and i they just keep finding my ip address or something i can't i mean, I, I gave up 
Yep. Same. I, I, I am basically, I am basically a bot on Twitter. I, I heard it from Dilly the other day and I was really upset because man, that, that Phantom Shadow had some amazing memes. Oh yeah. I've heard, I've heard. I just haven't been able to get over there and look hmm, every maybe. single time I try. It's just like your account is suspended. You can't look at this. Man, Somebody crazy. out there might have, might be able to get away, uh, have a way of getting hold of them. And uh, we could, we could probably make that happen. So if you're out there listening, if you can get a hold of uh, that gentleman, let's figure out how we can uh, lift him up in some way possible, man. Yep. Oh, the yeah, Senator Brand heard what I said. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the Senator Brand heard what I said. So I have a feeling there's going to be another meme with me in tactical sports and tactical chopsticks. This is, <laughs> this is going to be fun. This it. is definitely going to be fun. Do it. Please do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Senator Brand says he's back, though, now. He just got must have been a suspension. So if Adam Shannon might be back on Twitter, check it out. Nice. Oh, is he back? That'd be fantastic. Yeah, that, that's awesome if he's back. That's great. Oh, yeah. Appreciate you, Cage Farmer. Any last thoughts before I get Gary in here? Gary's been waiting for a while. No, boys. You guys have a great time. Uh, due diligence for I much appreciate you, bro. Much appreciate you know, and and Abe and Joe. Much appreciate you guys too. You guys have a great time. God bless and carry on. You too, brother. <laughs> aye, aye. <laughs> yeah, much love. Cage Farmer in the house. Appreciate you big time, brother. Take care of yourself. Have a great weekend, bro. Peace. Peace out, brother. Let's see, <laughs> Gary, you might have to. Um, I might have to bump you out and come back in because. Some reason it was showing you twice, so I got rid of one of them, and now this one's going. Uh, I can't join, and it's arrowing out. So that's not good. Um, not sure what to do there, Gary. It's locked up right now. Um, but hey, it is what it is. We got about uh, fifteen minutes left in the show here today. Let me get uh, to some other stuff while we're waiting to see if I can get anyone else that wants to call in. Here's some of the news stories that caught my eye today that I didn't get a chance to really uh, talk about. I'd rather, I'd rather enjoy the discussion instead, but. Let's get through a few of these that are important. Borrowing a page from the Chinese Communist Party, the U.S. government under the Joe Biden uh, oppression administration that they are has banned the Epoch Times from the White House. Epoch Times has been uh, been basically at, has not they have not had their press credentials renewed. Now we've done a lot of reporting from the Epoch Times uh, here recently specifically about the oppression of um, Muslim minorities as well as Christian minorities in uh, in China um, and the re-education camps the Uyghurs are going through and the rest is I guess we shouldn't be shocked that the Biden administration would silence a, a newspaper that has been extremely critical and has done the great reporting that has exposed what China is doing uh, which is ethnic cleansing and uh, genocide, basically, of their own people. Now, I'll wait for the day for Joe Biden or anyone else in the fucking Biden administration to mention one word about uh, the genocide that, that China is is doing in China. But when you start silencing voices that are critical of China, you you start exposing yourself for the China puppet that you are. It just royally pisses me off, Floyd. What are your, what's your thoughts on this? It's it's a small story, but it actually means a lot more than just uh, you know not a, a, banning a, a a newspaper from their White House. Well, considering the fact that it's a big old Joe Blow over there, I I pretty much saw this one coming. 
anything to keep this, the truth out of the white oh, the White House or like the dog shit house in my eyes right about now. But uh, no, you knew they were going to do that. We all knew it. It's just some of us knew it faster than others. And the Epoch Times, the only thing that they're doing is trying to report the truth. Do they get stuff wrong? Yeah, they do. But to ban them completely, that was a move that we should have expected. I saw it coming, but um, next next thing you know, they're going to do the exact same thing with OAN. And then it's going to be just nothing but their puppet freaking media sources that are in there. So as long as that sleepy, creepy, sniffy, scratchy Uncle Joe is in there, we're not going to get any kind of truth whatsoever. Yeah, no doubt about it. I think it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious because, you know, Trump bans CNN and everybody flips out, you know, and Mm -hmm. you got freaking Biden banning Epoch and nobody's saying a word. That's why Abe said it's a small story because no one's going to cover it. It, They didn't. They they got around it. It's not an official ban. They just didn't renew their press credentials, which is the same Uh, fucking thing. So, gotcha. you know, it's the exact same thing that President Trump did to fucking CNN. To and shit. Yeah, and then they got slammed yeah. for it. Exactly. You know, I would, I would absolutely love to get my hands on Acosta. <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> He's I down just, by the border, just, I'm sure. I just want to make him cry by by wiping the floor with him, how stupid he is. Living uh, large. Here, the, borrow my spork? <laughs> the, the, <laughs> living large, the Marxist founder of Black Lives Matter, buys a million-dollar home in or near Beverly Hills. That's right. All of those, all of that funding that where they, where the local chapters reached out to the, to the federal chapter in DC because they weren't getting into the funding down, down to the each, each local level. And they were getting pissed off at it. Well, you can now get pissed off at this. We have, we do have an ideological frame said colors, uh, Patrice colors, myself and Alicia are particularly trained organizers, we are trained Marxists. We are super versed on ideological theories. Indeed, that is who the founder of Black Lives Matter is. And now all of that money that was supposed to go down to the local chapters to help them spread the, I guess, the Marxist message, whatever it may be. Oh, well, well, here we are. And none of them saw any of that money. And now your founder, who's supposed to be about... Uh, what is it? Collectivism, something like that, has used mm-hmm. all of the all of that money to uh, to better her life. Any any thoughts on that, Floyd? You remember how we were trained at the rifle range in the Marine Corps? Mm-hmm. Muscle memory. Yep. Well, I'm talking about the distances mainly. That freaking bitch had better stay the hell away from all of us, because uh, I had a lot. You know, I'm I'm probably the only conservative in my family, and I know for a fact. <clears throat> I had a lot of my family members donating to them, them fucking retards. And to hear this, <sighs> now even though I'm upset with my family members being, well, brainwashed, but being brainwashed to a point where their leader, in the Black Lives Matter movement, gets to buy a house that much would cost him that much money in Beverly or near Beverly Hills. That bitch had better stay the fuck down. Dude, she's just another just another story of uh, of the left using people uh, and then to get ahead and then leaving them behind when it comes down to to what needs to really happen. Joe, do you have a thought before I move on? That's what I was just going to say, man. Uh, You just nailed it. No, you just nailed it on the head. It's exactly right. Mueller investigator assisting New York prosecutors in Trump organization case. President Trump hired a criminal defense attorney today because 
Mueller's investigators are going after him. We knew this was coming. We knew anybody who was associated or helped President Trump is going to be smeared, targeted, or otherwise destroyed in any way possible. A former FBI official who was part of Robert Mueller's special counsel investigation is assisting New York prosecutors into an inquiry into the Trump organization. Morgan um, Maggionos, I don't know, Maggionos, Maggionos, uh, ex-FBI forensic accountant, is part of the group of outside experts from FTI Consulting aiding the Manhattan District Attorney's investigation into the dealings of Donald Trump and his company. Investigators are looking for possible bank, tax, or insurance fraud. Basically, they're looking for a crime that, that they have no trails yet yet found. It is another example of how the left destroys anybody that dares question their far-left uh, ideology or dares try to help support the Americans. This is going to continue. They're going to go after President Trump and his family every chance they get. Manhattan District Attorney, uh, New York District Attorney Cy Vance, has obtained millions of pages of Trump's tax returns, which was was supposed to be, remember when everyone was all excited, ah, we got him, we got him. Uh, well, mm-hmm. they're 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 going through that shit like a fine tooth comb, trying to find anything, and it's just going to continue. The fact that President Trump had to hire a criminal defense attorney today means they're a little bit worried about what they might find, and they're going to try to go after him any chance they get. Well, I don't know because I've been watching President Trump since like early '84. I mean, granted, back then I was just you know still a kid, but that man has done everything he possibly could to do the right thing all the time, every time. He never let on to what, you know, if there was something that was going on wrong with him in any manner, he wouldn't let you know it. He would get it taken care of. He would correct the problem, and then life would move on. Now, to see these guys and their Weissman jackasses doing this shit to President Trump right now, that's starting to upset me. And I'm looking at it kind of going, dude, one, we automatically know you're going to start freaking fabricating bullshit, right? But once you start fabricating, President Trump's already got all that stuff on lockdown in file cabinets, locked probably in the basement of Mar-a-Lago. And when you guys sit there and bring all this shit up in court, he's going to hit you with the fucking truth, and you ain't going to know your ass from a damn hole in the ground. So keep fucking around. Keep fucking around. It's going to be the exact same thing as everybody else, you know, like the Japanese figured out in World War II. They're going to go after his family. They're going to go after, you know, like I said, they've already gone after DeSantis. They're going after uh, Gates. This is this is this is how they destroy people. This is how they say if you don't play the game, we're going to destroy you. Joe, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, no, it's the same playbook over and over and over and over. That's mm-hmm. that's what they do. It's it's never ending. It's uh, we saw it with Flynn. We saw it with Trump. We saw it with the entire Trump family. It's a never ending playbook, and they're going to continue to go at it forever, for for as long as they can. That's my opinion. Yep, yeah, they're going to. Get- and to add to what Joe was saying, they're going to continue using the exact same worn out old ass play. We now see their pattern. <laughs> it's not like we can't cut them off at the pass. Sorry, I was thinking about blazing saddles again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's cut them off at the pass. <laughs> Uh, John Kerry has some some words in in, uh, in two thousand nine that w- that that if the world didn't heed, man, we were all going to be in serious trouble right now. Make sure we go back and listen to this. This is important. In five years, scientists predict we will have the first ice free Arctic summer that exposes more ocean to sunlight. Ocean is dark. 
it consumes more of the heat from the sunlight, which then accelerates the rate of, of, the, of the melting and warming rather than the ice sheet and the snow that used to reflect it back up into the atmosphere. That's the dumbest shit I ever fucking heard in my life. Uh, by 2014, we would be having an ice-free summer in the Arctic. I wonder if anyone in Texas had any thoughts on that. <laughs> no, John John Kerry is is a complete dumbass. You're absolutely Kerry. right. That's completely mm-hmm. spot on. There's no other way to explain John Kerry. And the fact that he's been pushing this bullshit, what, when was that from? 2009. So by 2014, we were going to have an ice-free summer in the Arctic. <laughs> and it's now 2021. So close, I don't know, but, but so if, far. My, my thought on that one is this. I'm sorry, I had to, my oldest stepdaughter just got home from work. But um, my thought is this. With those three Russian subs that just broke through the ice up there, I, I'm, I'm looking at nothing but ice. Uh, hey. John Kerry, you sure you got your science right? Freaking <laughs> cuck. Jeez. I can't believe that. That got here's a link in chat that uh that that uh Polly D dropped on me. Uh grab that when you get time. Fifty years of failed eco-apocalyptic predictions from the co- uh, Competitive Enterprise Institute. Do me a favor, send that to your favorite climate retard. Amazon warehouse workers vote not to unionize uh, uh, in Alabama. A great, great news for. Uh, I don't. I don't know if it's. I don't know if I really have an opinion either way. Actually, I. I. I my. My issue is with uh, public unions i think i think public unions like the teachers union is a scourge on society and should be banned from existence uh, but private sector unions the people themselves should decide and it's clear that people uh in amazon in alabama have said nah we're good on that see you later just wanted to let you give you guys an update on that one truckers accused of kidnapping women in, in new jersey and in other states using dating apps to to uh kidnap women and then demand ransom for the release there's a, a disturbing underground story in the truckers and truck stops and all of that stuff. That's kind of been a story that's really never been told. I'd love to do like a like a actual documentary on on it and and study uh, what happens at at truck stops and things like that with women. Uh, there's a there's been no shortage of serial killers that were truck drivers. I'm not saying everyone are, but there's a there's an industry. Uh, around this that has always uh, intrigued me that I've never really had a chance to dig on. Any thoughts on uh, this kind of topic in general? Uh, I can I can grab a hold of my buddy uh, Tom Wright. We can – he's got a couple stories he's actually told me. I was like, oh, geez, you got to be kidding. So it, it, that type of stuff does happen. But there, the majority of the truckers out there are people. But all I got to say is this. <laughs> Joe, any thoughts? I've seen your buddy Tom Wright on your show, and I was—I'm glad you brought that up because obviously he's a trucker, just like our buddy the Texan is. And obviously, it's been going on for a long, long time. But I, you know, I think I kind of agree with Do. I mean, yeah, there's probably still a lot of that going on, especially right now with the borders being open. Um, you know, we've heard numbers of four thousand dollars per kid. Um, so obviously that's a very high commodity if you think about that. So it's scary to think about, but it's something that it needs to be addressed. It needs to be brought up. And hopefully, like do said, there's a lot more good truckers out there that are keeping their eyes open, that are always constantly looking out for people. In fact, I remember Tom saying a story about a young girl who was being harassed um, that worked at a uh, gro- or at a uh, gas station 
um, that he kind of stepped in and helped out as well. So we know there's good people out there. And that's when we say, when we say, keep your head on a swivel, that's literally what we mean is always keep your head on a swivel and always be looking out for your surroundings. You know, from the Trump administration, he was either Ivanka or uh, Melania. I'm not sure exactly where the idea came from. That doesn't really matter. But they have a organization now that is uh, truckers looking out for sex trafficking and things like that, which is yep. extremely interesting as well. Jerome Powell playing down, uh, playing down inflation concerns. And in today's Too Much Truth from Bloomberg segment, they basically said, well, China is telling us, everyone, every China analyst is telling us that inflation is coming and it's going to be a big problem. Uh, and so uh, Jerome Powell saying there's no concerns of inflation. I just wanted to remind y'all uh, who slammed me for when I questioned the media narrative of inflation. And Jerome Powell has said, you know, I, I think I agree with Abe. Actually, that's not what he said. Uh, nonetheless, but... Uh, Oh crap, Jeans! I your phone number is showing up. I'm gonna I'm gonna take you out. Plus, we're out of time. Uh, I apologize for that. I'm assuming that you don't mind that that's on there, but we're already up against the clock anyway. So I need to get last thoughts from Floyd Due Diligence. Next show, when do you plan on doing live, and uh, and what's your goals here in the next uh, days coming forward uh, for the show as well? Well, for the next show is probably gonna be in a, in a few hours. I just haven't set it up yet on. Uh on the foxhole but um we'll just be covering various different things nothing out of the news though because it's we got enough of that already um maybe poke some fun at some of these dumbass freaking politicians and whatnot that'll be fun uh probably turn it in or kill the youtube side turn it into a music show and run another two hours afterwards i don't know um but this weekend we got uh i'll be on jbell's channel with her and Hang ten alien surfer right after work tomorrow. And then afterwards, uh, we got mine and Gino Revin's music show. So that'll be two shows in one night. And then we got Beers and Bros, and we'll be doing a secondary show with Navy Vet, myself, Rick G, and a few others about this particular subject that, that we talked about in the pre-show. So that's what's going on. And we'll see what the rest of the next week holds because I hate it as I see it. Love awesome. it, man. Love it. I look forward to it, to it. I'll try to hang out with you this weekend. I'm going to be doing, uh, man, I got to, I got to change some, uh, I got to tear all of the, uh, interior out of my truck and, um, it's not fucking fun. Uh, it's the extended cab on the backside that doesn't have the open door is with a bad knee. It's a bitch to get in there. So I've been kind of working on that this weekend. I got to clean out the garage and stuff like that. Joe, how about you? You got any plans for the weekend? What do you got? What do you got going on? I am doing absolutely nothing. I just want to say real quick to everybody out there in chat. I absolutely love you guys too. I see everybody saying thank you and great show and everybody loves due diligence as well. And glad to have us three all aboard together. Um, It's just been a great show. It's been a lot of fun. Um, You know, do invited me on his show when he had uh, military vets on and I was an honorable member and it, 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 it just, saying that I got the chills because I appreciate you including me, even though I'm not a military vet, you still brought me in and it was great to be with you, man. I do have, we got what, like one minute. So let me just real quick, man, as we're heading out here, let me just play this for us.
Sorry, brothers. All right. That, I, you want me to keep going? I love that song. You guys have a great oh, weekend. Man. I love you all very much. Much love. Absolutely. God bless you all. We will see you guys this weekend. Dude, you just thanks for hanging out, bro. God bless you. Much Let's love. do this. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's try that again. <laughs> Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.